What is up, team? Welcome back to the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane, and St. John's lost its 12th Big East game today to UConn by a score of 95 to 86, making it the fourth game this year where St. John's has given up at least 95 points in a Big East game. That's simply just not going to get it done. And, uh, you know, it's been evident this defense has been uh, a paper tiger all year. Um, all bark, no bite when it came to big-time opponents. And over and over again, teams have had their way. Today was no different. Um, you know, this team has is now 7-12 and 12 in the Big East Conference. Um, finished the season on the road at Marquette. Another tough game. Staring 7-13 and 13 in the eyes. And, you know, of these 12 losses, seven of them have been by double digits. Um, nine of them have been by eight points or more. So only three losses within five points. You know, so a lot of these haven't even been close. And, you know, just as many of those losses have seen us have big leads at one point or the other. I don't know the exact number, but over a handful, I mean, at least five of these these losses we've had double-digit leads in and blown. And they've gone to the reversal of us losing by double digits. So to do that, you, you have to... Uh, you know, really limit your opportunities. Um, you're not giving yourself good ones. And the adjustments the other coach is making has been the far too often the difference, the right adjustment, why our guys are stuck in the mud and see the other team fly by us. Tonight, that's not exactly the story, I don't think. I'm, once you were down six or seven points in the first half and eventually 10, 10 or 11 points in the second half, it felt like it was a 20-point game. Um, there wasn't one adjustment made by UConn, I thought. I thought they were in control, and we failed to make adjustments. We failed to change up what we were doing. Um, we didn't see the same pressure we tried to apply against Georgetown. Well, yeah, UConn's not Georgetown. So um, it's it's a team without an identity, and that hasn't changed yet. The only identity this team has is, is inconsistent and, and poor. And um, we're not the – ferocious defensive intensity team that we saw first year under coach Anderson. We're certainly not a well-disciplined defensive team. Um, and we're somewhere in between both those and it has led to nothing, nothing positive defensively. We're an offensive defensive team. And I mean that, you know, it's offensive to watch. Um, what was good tonight? AJ store again, let us in shots attempted and scoring 20 points, 15 shots. Good for him. Looked like UConn took away his perimeter looks uh, this game, which is not surprising. Teams probably will be doing that moving forward. I'm surprised he's uh, still seeing people go underneath screens from time to time. But tonight he was aggressive early attacking the basket, not settling for perimeter shots of the 20 points. He only had uh, one three made, went to the line a bunch of times. Um, really good step forward there and an aggressive play offensively. Also had three rebounds. Good overall game by AJ and you know, he is obviously the least of our concerns. And uh, you hope he continues to improve and he continues uh, on this trajectory and has a great St. John's career. How that will look next year? Well, uh, obviously a lot's up in the air. A lot is up in the air. But, I mean, St. John's today just really did not do anything well. Um, you know, you score 86 points and you lose by nine points. Uh, it's fool's gold number there. Even in the first half, we were down 50 to 41 at the end of the half. He gave it 50 points and a half again. Um, it's happened over and over, you know, far too often for 
for a, a college team in conference to give up 50 points and a half at least five times this year. That's pathetic in its own right. But again, you know, we score 41 points and a lot of that stuff was, I'm not sure it's sustainable. Um, Stanley, to his credit, hit another three. Good for him. You know, if you're open, Stanley, and it's not the first pass in the possession, I want you to shoot that shot. You've earned that right in the last, you know, five attempts going four for five. But I'm just not sure it's the shot going into a possession we want to see. And he also made a nice pull-up jumper in um, Clegane's face there, Klingon's face, on back-to-back -to -back possessions. There's five points right there. Um, Storr hit a tough and-one jumper, 16-foot and-one jumper. Again, super talented kid. That's not a shot that's sustainable. My point is, you know, early on um, when we were keeping up, point for point it wasn't like we were getting great looks at the basket i didn't think and we were sloppy with the basketball turning it over and, and uconn was uh getting offensive rebound opportunities and again i'm going to go back to that you know the uh, reference to you give a team four outs in baseball you're not going to win and if you give a team like uconn extra possessions of basketball you're not going to win i thought the first go around against uconn we did a great job taking away their interior play and forcing them on the perimeter and they didn't make shots tonight they got both ways what they wanted they killed us on the glass and inside so no what a big game Klingon was you know Im impressive in his moments there although you know it's hard to say against uh, our backup front line when Soriano's not in there if what he's doing is that impressive but um he, he was a presence blocking shots getting offensive rebounds and then uh, on the perimeter they hurt us too we were giving up wide open threes they hit nine threes tonight they outscored us by uh 19 points from the three-point line four points from the free throw line so 23 points outscored both those ways. Can St. John's catch up in other areas? Not really. Not really. Not when you're you're turning them over um, enough or not when you're getting enough stops in the half court. It's just it, it puts you at such a disadvantage. You know, St. John's made four threes tonight. UConn made nine. And, you know, that difference right there is is hard to overcome. Hard to overcome. Um Soriano had another double-double. He played pretty well. Again, we were spoiled with his play. Uh, a double-double against that front line in a St. John's uniform is something that we shouldn't overlook at all. But uh, he just doesn't have enough help. It was good to see Posh kind of get himself going offensively a little bit of a, I don't know, it's hard, it's hard to say this out loud and, and, and truly believe it, but a, a feel-good game for him, seeing the ball go in the basket at, at 18 points. Um, overall, shooting today was good for him. Still made some careless plays, still made some, you know, careless turnovers, still got beat defensively too often. If he's going to be the head of that defensive pressure, um, getting beat at the top right there is just a recipe for disaster the rest of the possession. From there, you're playing a step behind. It's it's chase, it's help, it's loose closeout, if we even have that, or hand down closeout, our specialty. Um, just you, you're you're – you're at such a disadvantage if you're getting beat at the point of attack. And St. John's has seen over and over again what that leads to, and it's, and it's open threes. Um, and that's the catch-22 with, without having an offensive scheme. And when, you're, when your game plan seems to be, and, you know, maybe we're over-exaggerating this, but it seems to be to stand around far too often and hope someone else makes a play. And if it's not the game plan, it's sure how it's um, unraveling on the court. If that's your game plan offensively, and the only way to get scores is to have a potential offensive night is to create turnovers. But on the flip side of that is if you're getting beat defensively, um, 
you know, by trying to be too aggressive and leading to those threes, then you're never going to catch up to a game. We can't score the ball well enough in the, in the half court to ditch the pressure, and we can't pressure well enough for that to offset our um, lack of defensive discipline. So, you know, we're just a flawed team and a, and a poorly coached team, and it's been evident throughout the Big East season. And last year we were, uh, you know, all disappointed in how that turned out. I thought he deserved the chance to uh, make the tournament um, within four years. Um, you know, you can fail to meet expectations once and that's not, you know, it's just a, a blip on the radar and it's, you know, not uncommon for good coaches. You fail to do it two years when you have expectations and it's just a bad trend. Add to that that the first two years didn't lead to any postseason success. So he's got real nothing to uh, hang his hat on in terms of incremental success at St. John's. And I think it's time to turn the page. And I don't take any joy in saying that, honestly. Honest to God, I wish he was successful enough where I could back him. Um, all I want to do is see St. John's be successful and coaches are paid well enough at the collegiate level that when they're not doing that, um, uh, then you can remove them. You can move on from them. And that's part of the ballgame. And he's had a hell of a career, an accomplished career. Um, you know, he did not succeed here at St. John's, has not succeeded here at St. John's. Doesn't mean his career has been a failure whatsoever. Doesn't mean he's as poor as a coach as he's shown this year. I believe that uh, firmly. But it's just uh, run its course, I do believe. Um, anyway, now I'm rambling. Let's look at the box score tonight. 95-86. Try to be positive with what I was highlighting here. Store, 20 points. Alexander, 18 points. Um, store going to the line eight times is good. Store leading us in shots taken again is good. Those are things that um, have to be mainstays for him. Should have been mainstays for a while. Him looking for shots. Him, us looking to get him shots. Soriano, another double-double, 12 points, 11 rebounds. NY got the start for senior night. Did not really do anything of note. Two points, zero rebounds in nine minutes. Stanley, five points, zero rebounds in 12 minutes. So, I mean, just, let's just talk about that for a second. Stanley and NY, two guys who, you know, I like enough and are decent enough to play some backup interior roles. Zero rebounds in 21 combined minutes. That's hard to do. And that's hard to do. And I've constantly gone on AJ store for not rebounding to, uh, throughout this year. Those are our two power forward backup centers. And there's um, both teams shooting under 50% from the field. Plenty of rebound opportunities. And I'm sure not all those 21 minutes were played with alongside Soriano. So, you know, that's just, it's disappointing. And Stanley, who has made some progress as an offensive player, his field goal percentage is great this, this season. I like him overall. He just has not been a great defensive rebounder. Does not clear out the glass. Does a good job fighting for position, for boxing out, but he does not clear out the glass. And that's tough if you're playing him by himself without Soriano. Once again, we're spoiled by how well Soriano has rebounded this year. One of the better rebounders in the country. Um, Wusu did not have a good game. Six points, over two from three. Nothing really else. Low rebounding, low assist game from him. Um, that technical foul in the second half, I, I mean, I don't know. I, it looked like BS to me. I still think you got to be smart enough there, Wusu, not to even let it happen. You did initiate that. I, I think you could have avoided that if possible. I don't think that that should have been a sole technical foul on you. Um, continue to say you don't get any respect around the rim on the officiating end. Your shots do get blocked far too often. You've improved that slightly. But still, too many times you're left, um, you know, looking for a call at the rim and just not getting it. And uh, you got to adjust your game. You got to adjust your game. It's it's getting to the point where if they're not going to make those calls, you got to adjust your game. Um, you, you, I think overall, you know, Dylan's had a good year this year. I really do. Um, tonight, not so much. Uh, 
from the bench, Jones, 15 points, 8 for 8 from the line, but 3 for 11 all from the field. Another poor shooting night from him back to, um, you know, that form. He had a, a, a efficient night against Georgetown. Tonight against UConn, not so much. Did contribute six rebounds, three assists. Not a terrible night. Jones was not the uh, the problem, but, you know, he not not enough of an efficient night to um, offset our lack of contributions elsewhere. Curbelo, not a great game for him. Eight points, three assists, two steals, and a bunch of complaining of the referees about obvious fouls, I thought. So um, who knows there? Um, who knows? Team stats, you can just see UConn outplayed St. John's in just about every category. They shot slightly better from overall. They shot significantly better from three. They outscored us from the free throw line. They out-rebounded us overall. They out-rebounded us on the offensive glass, on the defensive glass. They had more assists than us, more steals than us, more blocks than us. They led by 15 points at one point, and St. John's never led. All that leads to just about you know what we saw on the court. UConn totally in control throughout the whole game from start to finish. Um, and that's been all too often the case against good competition this year. St. John's now is trying to save face with a road win at Marquette to go 8-12 and 12 in conference. If they fail to do so, they'll be 7-13. and 13, um, And a what you would only be able to surmise as a complete failure of a Big East season with a team that has the capable talent to, in my, in my eyes, make the NCAA tournament. Um, and Coach Anderson's eyes as well going into the season. So you got to hold him accountable to those expectations he set for himself, I do believe. Anyway, guys, um, appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, I've been enjoying bringing on Cole. I hope you guys – I know you guys do because the, the message receives are all positive. Enjoy the, the guest episodes. I'd like to have some more guests come on here. So reach out to me if you feel like you'd like to share your thoughts, even if it's just, you know, a two-minute um, appearance and you want to come on here and just get something off your chest. Maybe we can allow that. And I like hearing from more people. I like sharing discussion with St. John's. I, I like the fact that we don't have to agree on everything. Um, definitely not the case within this whole large realm of St. John's fandom where there's, you know, uh, opinions all across the board, good, bad, ugly. And, you know, I, I like to welcome them all and be able to discuss them all. And if me and you disagree on something, I'd like to later be able to agree on something else. You know, me and you disagree on one thing doesn't mean that the next thing you say I have to disagree with and vice versa. I think that's important for all St. John's fans. And uh, I'm glad I waited four hours to to make this today after the UConn game because I was really fucking pissed off after that game. And just depressed, apathetic, um, never felt like we had a chance to win. But, you know, there is always a, a new page to be turned in St. John's basketball. And uh, after this next Marquette game, we'll we'll have a clearer direction in, in which way we're, we're, we're uh, going forward. And uh, hopefully it's for the best. But anyway, people, I appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, please like, subscribe, comment. Let me know what you think. Um, for Lamont Hamilton, this has been Pat Kane, the Red Storm Raptor Reaction Podcast. Till next time, peace.